Hey, man. This is Rob Lee from Mastermind Team's Robcast, and you're checking out the Profile Pod with Andy. Welcome to Profile Pod TV, everybody. I'm Andy Anatomical, your host of the evening, and I uh, hope you enjoy this episode. This episode, man, needs no introduction. If you know anything about Above the Hook Productions, um, you know that they go on some really cool journeys. They do these adventures where they go kayak fishing in the middle of the ocean, deep sea kayak fishing. So you got to check this one out. I had a lot of fun doing this one. This one was uh, uh, super, super intriguing. You know, when uh, you see their videos, you see their footage, um, that really sparks your interest in and of itself. But when you get to talk to talking to them and see what goes on behind the scenes, uh, I mean, your level of interest just just increases exponentially. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy this one. Thank you for being here and tuning in to Profile Pod TV. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Profile Pod TV. Uh, like us, subscribe, comment, um, share, all that good stuff. Also follow us on Instagram at Profile Pod TV. And uh, go on to Apple Podcasts. You could find the podcast under, well, <laughs> you probably found it under uh, 90s Galore. So uh, don't forget to uh, give us a comment, leave us a review, um, subscribe to the podcast. Really appreciate it. You guys uh, enjoy the podcast here, and we'll see you next week. Have a great evening, and enjoy. Take it easy. And welcome to Profile Pod TV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another splendid, spectacular episode of the Profile Pod. Uh, we are in for a grand, grand treat today. I hope you guys are ready. Strap on your seatbelts because we are going for a journey tonight. We are going for an adventure. Um, so really excited about tonight's episode. And... Uh, before I go any further, I just want to say that uh, uh, tonight's episode epitomizes what this show is all about, Profile Pod TV, because we like to bring individuals on who are uh, inspiring, who do uh, unique things, who have unique backgrounds, who are uh, successful entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, people who are uh, extraordinary, okay? That's the essence of Profile Pod TV. And tonight, like I said, these individuals here really capture that. Uh, so, like I said, if you guys are ready for an adventure, sit tight. Uh, before we get to our special guests, though, I want to do a, a quick shout out, as we always do. Uh, want to give a quick shout out to Jose Perez, Murdoch 2000, for putting us together here, uh, putting us in touch with each other with Above the Hook Productions. Uh, so, Shout out to Jose. Hope you're doing well out there, Jose. Hopefully we can get you on there, man. You know, so also, <laughs> right. Uh, also want to give a shout out to $20 Julio, the DJ extraordinaire. Really enjoy what you do out there, uh, Julio. So like I said, man, hopefully we can get you on here as well. 
and uh, really appreciate what you what you do. If you guys are uh, into music at all, as most of us are, right? Uh, then you'll enjoy what uh, Twenty Dollar Julio does. He puts on a, a, a DJ. He's a DJ. Puts on a, a show every Saturday night on the ones and twos, and uh, he puts on a variety of music. So uh, everything from old school hip hop to you know R and B and what have you. So check out Twenty Dollar Julio on Instagram. Uh, so uh, like I said, man, I'm really juiced up for tonight's show. Uh, these guys are just uh, phenomenal. What they do is phenomenal, and um, it's a pleasure to have them on. So let's go ahead and bring these guys on. Let's go ahead and get on with the show, Profile Pod TV Live here on YouTube. So here we go. Tonight's guests hail from Central California. Okay, There are three individuals who, like I said, man, epitomize the, the soul uh, of an adventurous one. Okay, they go on journeys that I'll probably never, ever, you know, I can never foresee myself doing, man. Who knows? Never say never, right? They say never say never, but the likelihood of me getting on a kayak, you know, probably uh, will probably never happen. But you know what? I admire these guys for what they do. They, they do just that as well as so much other. We're going to get into everything that they do. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to introduce to you Above the Hook Productions, Guys, how are you tonight? Awesome, right, man. Andy, how you doing, man? Good, man. Good, good, good. Yeah, awesome, man. I'm, uh, thank you for taking the time to be to be here with us, uh, Ryan. I think I heard you say you guys had never done anything like this before, uh, so uh, it's it's a pleasure having you. Maybe uh, you know, doing, giving me the I guess the uh, exclusivity of, of the first time of doing this, man. Something like yeah, this for yeah, you guys. So, so Hold on, two wait, things. wait, 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 wait. Wait. All right. We're we're kind of traditional in the way we have to start this whole thing off with something that we typically do. Okay. And that's called tequila. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Salud. guys. I got my beer. I don't have tequila, but I got a, I got a. Hey, that beverage works. Beverage of Woo! choice here, guys. About to get things started. That's right. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. All right. All right, all right, all right man. Paul started us off there. So actually, um, two things. So yeah, this is the first time we've ever done anything like this. Uh, this is completely outside our box, especially Alex, because we can never get that guy to talk. So <laughs> I'm a serious guy. But tonight, tonight we're gonna make him talk. So uh, yeah, no man, it's a pleasure. Like you mentioned, Jose Perez uh, hooked us up, and um, I appreciate that too. I hopefully he's watching right now. Um, we just definitely wanted to get outside our box and just try something different. That's what we're always kind of wanting to do. And the second thing in the beginning, you mentioned um, that you'll never get on a kayak. Okay, about that. <laughs> Everyone I've taken out on a kayak has pretty much bought one and started this sport. So oh. don't say, like you said, never say never, man. We could get you out. We pass by you all the time heading down south. So just uh, the invite's there if you're ever interested. So. Wow, man. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you're right. Never say never, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if after what comes up down the line, man, uh, because I, I do have a little bit of an adventure in my blood, man, and uh, I'm always up for something new, man. So, you know, especially in the great outdoors, right, having to do with the great outdoors. Um, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Paul Williams, Ryan Arguello, and Alex Casillas make are the trio that make up 
above the hook productions man so guys man what what's up with you guys man what's new in in, in the world of above the, the hook productions before we get in to the meat potatoes of everything i kind of want to check in with you guys man see how how life's been treating you during this whole time especially with this this quarantine stuff and and you know this whole thing are you guys still out doing uh excursions going on trips the last couple months during this whole thing yeah so i mean we have been actually it's pretty much sporadic um but we do get out on the water um and pretty much been dealing with like this covid stuff like everyone else is so um just kind of sheltering in place so it does make it a little difficult but yeah definitely we've been getting out there um for me at least so yes same thing with myself it's been touchy the situation wanting to get out on the water wanting to fish wanting to film but yet it's such a sensitive topic that you know, we kind of been holding back a little bit, but have been going. Have you guys been going out together or kind of separately during this time? Went out uh, not too long ago. Uh, what is it? A week and a half ago? Yeah, okay. about a week and a half ago. I'm sorry, you went together? Yes. Yeah, Alex and I took off and um, pretty much went out. We wanted to target halibut and, uh, well, we succeeded. So it was a, it was a good trip. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll come up with these plans. Like on a whim, we always contact each other, um, to make sure who's, who's on board. We actually have a calendar that we kind of keep updated, uh, of our schedules. So we can kind of look to see when there's openings and, uh, we try not to let this, uh, COVID stuff, uh, uh, get us down. Uh, ultimately the kayak fishing is probably the ultimate social distancing. <laughs> so, uh, but, it, but yeah. like Alex said, it is a sensitive topic. Uh, they are tightening down on, uh, on a lot of things, but, um, yeah. we, we, we find a way. So, yeah, we're just trying to do our part, you know, in, uh, protecting those around us and what have you. And, you know, luckily, like, uh, Ryan said, it's, uh, one of the best ways to social distance is on the water in a single man plastic boat. Yeah, that's right, man. How, so, yeah, yeah, but things are starting to open up, I think, um, throughout the state, right? I think uh, slowly but surely. Yeah. You know. Uh, right. They're in the second phase right now, getting ready to jump into the third phase, from my understanding, on Tuesday. With when, And when that's the case, then, then a lot of stuff is going to open up for at least us. Well, I don't know, man. Here on the and, Central and Coast, it's like wide open. Uh, yeah. You know, it's been pretty hot, I guess, in the valley and uh, areas over what we call the hill. Uh, uh, yeah. So a lot of a lot of people are flocking towards this area and filling the beaches, which, I, you know, I don't blame them. You know, the, the temperature's right over here. And, um, you know, people want to get out of their houses. We completely understand. But at the same time, you know, we want to keep everybody safe around us and, and uh, do our part. For sure, man. So I think it's safe to say that I think all of our – no, the patients have been uh, our patients have been tried, right? Everybody's patients here, you know. Especially our wives. Yeah. Yes. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think you guys heard my wife earlier, right here, uh, a couple minutes ago, man. Before we got on. Yeah. Put, yeah. Put some. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, man, that's that's awesome. Uh, Shout out know. to the wives out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. For sure. Shout out to the wives. You know, I I work at a hospital, so I'm an essential worker. So I I go to work every day. And I know Paul does too. Uh, Alex, I can't speak for, <laughs> but uh, uh, but the with the wife's at home with the kids, and I can't even imagine uh, how how trying that is. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can tell you with a one in a, a one year old and a three year old, and and trying to work from home. Uh, yeah, it's 
So <laughs> that's actually my situation right now with all my kids. I had to actually make the decision to take care of my kids and stay home because uh, unfortunately yeah. I didn't have childcare that was going to work while keeping their, their schooling up. My, my, my priority was keeping their schooling up. So I've been home and I tell you what, I have a high appreciation for teachers now. Oh yeah. Crap. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Shout out to the teachers. Shout out to the teachers, man. And, and the stay at home dads, you know, I mean, they're, they're out there too and they're yeah. doing their part. And, um, but I think just anyone that's, that can, that can stay at home and a, like my wife run our business. And, um, you know, not only that, we've got an eight year old that's in, you know, doing the zoom classes. And then our eight year old is also a competitive gymnast. So she's literally our living room is basically set up as a gym now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, have a gym. I just couldn't imagine, uh, you know, running this role in the house. So I'm, I'm so fortunate to, to have someone here that can do that for us. That's great, man. Yeah. 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 We're, we're all blessed. We're all blessed in our own way. Right. So absolutely. Definitely, man. Glad you guys brought that up. Shout out to to the wives, the the husbands, the all the good people, the essential workers, all the good people out there, man. All the solid oh, yeah. workers. You know, it's all it's all team effort, man. So we're all in the same world, right? That's right. Guys, so so guys, how how did you guys meet, man? Let's let's go back back a little bit here. How did how did this whole whole thing come about? Uh, but first of all, yeah, how did you guys meet? Well, Alex kind of, we met Alex a little later down the line. I don't know if maybe I want to start with Paul, because Paul, I don't know. Did you just move here when I met you? No, I, I've been here for a couple years already. Okay. Um, so what, ha what happened was, is I was at our local, we call it our local launch spot, which for Paul, it's fantastic. He's like literally two minutes away from it. Any um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty fortunate. Uh, fortunately, <laughs> I got to get up at two in the morning to get there every time. But um, where is but that anyway, again? I'm sorry, so Ryan. That's that? over at Montana de Oro is, is our kind of our local like launch spot that we tend to go. Uh, okay. Actually, this picture behind me right on this screen was taken at Montana de Oro. Oh. Um, so that's kind of our local local spot. But basically what happened was I was probably about a year year into kayak fishing um and was out there and uh came ashore with our we, we had our fish for the day it was myself and my father-in-law and we ran into to, to paul just paul williams jr here and uh we, we just started talking and in fact i should i wish i could have pulled up the uh, original picture i actually have a picture of us because we fished together that and, and and i took the picture the very first day we met and since then it, it's been we fished all the time together uh -huh. yeah and, and that's that's when i first met paul so we we just basically started fishing and uh and getting getting together all the time and, and that was our kind of our passion so we were able to share that passion and and since then it's been i don't even know how long eight years seven Something years like somewhere that. There. yeah yeah right so okay. and then I'll, I'll i can let alex speak to how he kind of tied in with us here well once once they got I think the, the the first time uh, Bubble the Hook started, actually, um, if correct me if I'm wrong, um, the first trip was La Jolla, right? Down. Yeah, that's the first time we met. Yeah, and then that's and the fact, first if you go, it, if you go to the YouTube video, 
if you go to our YouTube video, you can actually see the first time Paul got to meet. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Right. Because he's, he's in that video. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So what happened was that um, these guys started above the hook, and they quickly realized they needed a good-looking male. <laughs> and so they uh, went we online, and they Googled best-looking kayak fisherman male model. Oh, there you go. And Ryan hit me up right away. I said, sure, sounds like fun. <laughs> so there I go. No, actually, uh, Ryan is actually a, a social butterfly. And I think if if I'm not wrong here, you reached out to, to me through Instagram, correct? Correct. So, oh, wow. yeah, and, and, and that's what I remember. So in this sport, I mean, my I'm an ambassador to like a lot of different companies. We all are you know, and uh, one of the things is just to kind of invite people to this sport, an ambassador or not. I mean, personally, I want to invite people to the sport because especially people I know that fish, because Mm -hmm. it is so outside of the box and so different than what everyone else is doing. I want to draw people in and I invite people anyone. I mean, you could look again on our YouTube, it's it clearly states, hit us up. If you want to fish, we are down. We'll, we'll no go problem. meet with anyone. We'll, we'll go fish with them. And that's kind of how I ended up first meeting Alex. Uh-huh. And that's how he got the invite to La Jolla, where we usually fish down south. But we ended up fishing, I think, Lake Nasiameno over here in, uh, yeah. was it Nasiameno, I believe? It was- yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And um, basically introduced myself to him at that point, And we fished uh, together. And since that time, Alex and I have always fished together. And, it, oh. and I, the reason for that is because I think we all have a, uh, an understanding at that time that it's hard to find people that want to fish like at the, at the amount of amount of time that we do uh-huh. like, very sudden uh, consistently. And I could not find people that, that were willing to take a quick trip down South or, you know, take a last minute good weather trip or whatnot. And uh, I think we found out that we had that in common. When Alex, when Alex says a quick trip down south, it means like it's Thursday night and we get a random text message. Hey, guys, we're going to go to La Jolla tomorrow. Wow. Okay. And we all meet up and we bomb down to La Jolla. We don't sleep. We're up for 17, 20, what, 27 hours? Uh, no. I think, I think our record's 46. 46 hours. Okay. Wow. Alex, Alex holds that. I hope because he had to drive from my house. So mine was two hours less. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a moment's notice. You guys are gone on a moment's notice pretty much sometimes. Well, is that how know, every trip when works? The bite's on, when the bite's on, we have a lot of intel. Oh. And um, if gotcha. it's on, then you got to go. So that's it's a fishing thing kind of thing, right? Where, you know, like you said, the bite's on and, and, and the fish are out there. That you gotta, you, that's when you got to go. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. The fish to me are always out there just to how, okay. how much, what to what extent I'm, I'm more looking at the weather mm-hmm. and I'm sure we'll get into that later, but, uh, the weather is the dangerous part. So I, I'm looking at weather. I'm looking at swell forecasts, wind forecasts, especially. Um, and that's, and when I see good weather, then it's like, we're calling each other and we're like, Hey, do you see the reports? And then we start planning and then we start going. So, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty much the weather for me. That's what I'm looking at because being that I'm like in the central Valley where these guys are on the central coast, mm-hmm. I gotta be a little more strategic about it because if I drive all the, all the way out there and then it's washed out with 
bad weather, I'm not going to launch in it. I basically got to turn right back around and come home. Oh, wow. How often does that happen, Ryan? It's happened um, only once. Oh, okay. So now, there's other times where I probably should have turned around, but <laughs> I thought I could make it. And yeah. uh, I ultimately did make it, but, uh, you know, it was pretty gnarly. Hey, we really, uh, we really uh, couldn't turn around in Panama, could we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you guys did really. Um, so, so you guys met about eight years ago, right? And so, what, this whole thing with the, the above the hook concept, you know, with, with the, you know, uh, <laughs> how, how did that start? Or, I mean, you know, who thought of that? Who, whose who's brainchild was that? Or was that a kind of a collective thing? Well, oh, Mr. Paul Williams, huh? You know, uh, me being a uh, child of the uh, 80s <laughs> and 90s. Yeah. Um, one of my one of my favorite basketball movies was Above the Rim. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I noticed so that parallel there. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed it. I wasn't sure if it if it was relevant, but it, there it is. It sure is. Okay. But we had so many different names, and uh, basically, what had happened is, you know, Ryan and I were taking trips down to La Jolla, um, fishing together. We were filming. And um, I, I had a, I, I took a couple classes with uh, Final Cut Pro um, here at a local uh, college called Allen Hancock. I actually worked for a um, a news station, uh, Fox Twenty Six and KCOY here on the Central Coast, just okay. doing small edits and stuff like that. And the program that we were editing in was called Final Cut, Final Cut Pro. And um, so I had a little bit of knowledge of that. And um, and and Ryan you know, just master of everything, you know, and um, <laughs> we started filming ourselves on the water with old GoPros. God, I, I even started with one of the, one of the Chinese GoPros, um, you know, I, yeah, yeah, you or, did. Or, or something like that. I remember the first time I filmed, I didn't even have a mount for the kayak. I actually, um, I took a PVC to a PVC pipe and wrapped a rag around it and jammed it into my rod holder and then configured a little contraption to hold the camera just so I could film myself on the water. And, um, <laughs> I think at that time, Ryan was filming with like GoPro, GoPro threes or even maybe twos or something Whoa. like that. Three, threes. Threes. Yeah. And uh, so you could imagine, imagine the quality back then was just right, right. compared to now, but, you know, we started filming ourselves and, and, and I said, Hey man, you know, why don't we, why don't we start posting this to YouTube and, and, and see if we get a response? You know, I mean, there's not a lot of guys doing this right now. Um, there's, you know, there's a cup, just a couple handful of guys that were doing it. So, um, he was like, yeah, let's do it. So, um, well, I want to rewind that actually a little bit, Paul. Um, it took a year before I said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was not really interested in it at first, just because I know the work it takes. Alex, I know, works on uh, the, the Adobe Premiere Pro, which is the program that I'm using. And it, it's not a simple edit. I'll give you an example. The promo video that I made for this, uh -huh. I started it at 9 o'clock, and I ended it around midnight. Okay, right. After yeah. the whole thing. And that was, like, I think a minute and 12 seconds long. So yeah. imagine a 23 minute video. <laughs> so it's pretty yeah. time consuming. And it goes right. again, back to what Paul said, uh, God bless the wives, because I, mm -hmm. I do my best to wait till everyone goes to sleep to do that. But 
that's what really kind of kept me from doing the above the hook at first. And then um, ultimately about a year later, I did agree to it because I was finding myself doing it anyways. And yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, why not? Let's do it. And then of course, Paul takes it above and beyond and actually gets like trademarks and business licenses. And, and I'm like, dude, I just, I just wanted to make a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, so my background's in business management. So I started thinking legalities and trademarks and all those other things because that's where my mind goes um, when it comes to this. You know, the right. intentions were never to become a YouTuber, you know, right? really just to uh, film our adventures and share it with everybody and, uh -huh. you know, and share with our families because obviously they're not out on the water with us. So we come home and tell them all these stories, you know. For all our wives know, we're down the street chilling at the bar. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, it, it, it really did turn into, um, it, it actually got pretty, um, Ryan got very involved and, and, and started to learn the programs, you know, and Premiere Pro and After Effects and all the, the different um, uh, platforms that he uses yeah. to edit and, um, and, I was doing a lot of the commentary and stuff like that. And unfortunately we had some things happen uh, shortly after we really started above the hook. And I'm sure later on in this, uh, in this video, we'll, or in this uh, podcast, okay. we'll, we'll, you know, touch on that. But anyways, yeah. Um, so here we are. Here we are. Know, fast forward. And you got, yeah, I think you got close to correct me if I'm wrong, 2000 subscribers on YouTube and, um, or maybe, uh, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. We're, you guys are in the thousands. It, I know it's, that. it's actually, it's a, over a thousand. I think we're like close to like 1200. Um, that's kind of where we're at on that one. Okay. Uh, but, but before we kind of move on, um, Alex joined us at some point here and, uh, I want to say something about Alex. Uh -oh. <laughs> please do. Day, please do. One, he's not the sexiest guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, what? That was great. Alex. That's <laughs> you really mine, huh? You were joking about the whole model thing, Alex? Yeah, I guess. No, that's true. I, you, you see it in my bio. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, but the thing about Alex is this. that The day I, I Instagrammed him that when he mentioned when we first met him, I'm like, hey, Alex, you want to meet up? He's like, yes, I meet him. He was there on time. He was ready to go. I call him up. I say, Alex, we're going to La Jolla. You want to go? Yes. He's gone. Wow. This is the kicker. Alex joined above the hook because we, this is kind of our thing, Paul and I, but Alex joined, we kind of asked him to kind of come in and help out because the day that I decided like, Hey, I'm going to go to Panama. Let's roll. I called Paul. He's like, yeah, I'm down. I said, you know, who can I call? I would call Alex. I called him up like at eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. I'm like, Alex, I'm going to Panama. And he's like, when are we going? <laughs> and I'm like, wow. uh, we're, we're going in August. And he's like, okay, send me the info he paid for it before us. I mean, <laughs> so, nice. so I was like, this is the kind of guy that we need because yeah. I know Paul had a lot of stuff going on in his own personal life. And I found myself doing a lot of the edits and, and like I kind of described before, it's very time consuming. And I was finding that it was just killing me. And, uh, Alex had a, a background in, in editing also in video work. He was interested in the sport and I can rely on that guy for any trip that I throw out at him. And I'm like, dude, Paul, I call him up and I'm like, we got to have Alex jump in on that. And Paul's like, absolutely. And boom, now he's on the 
lower left-hand corner of my screen here. Yeah, man. You know, it, it goes deeper than that, actually. Um, I've been kayak fishing for about 14 years, actually. And, uh, oh, you got me beat. And, you know, when, when I started there, was, <laughs> the kayaks were, wow. But, you know, there wasn't that many people. It wasn't that active back then. Um, and um, when I when when I met these guys, it became uh, more of a passion. It was more of a you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna chase this a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of get deeper into this. I I already enjoyed it, but you know, uh, it also pushed me to, to you know to extend in uh, my photography, which I that's what I've been into. That's one of my passions. Mm -hmm. um, but more than that, the personal part of it was the reason that I told Ryan, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Because I, I, I was at a point in my life where my focus was I need to live. You know, we all get stuck in work. We all get stuck in all this other artificial stuff. Mm. And ultimately, you have to enjoy what you're doing on a day by day basis. And I saw my opportunity in kayak fishing, photography, a videography that I was already into. And I said, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make a change here when opportunities arise. Um, I'm gonna go. So you know, this was the opportunity. Was yeah, I'm I'm good. Let's go. Let's go. And that's how that kind of went off. Well, Alex, you know, well, you, bring, you, bring, admit, you were a just Paul Williams Jr. fanboy. That's why you wanted. To <laughs> that's what Brent it was. Said, oh, well, there, there's Paul Williams Jr. And I was like, who's that? But. <laughs> No, but you bring up a good point, Alex, man. It, well, he's unforgettable from now. As of now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got you gotta live, man. Yeah, you gotta live. You gotta love, you know, enjoy do what you enjoy doing. I don't I don't care what it is, right? right. And right. Uh, like you said, man, to me that's uh that's really inspirational to hear you do that, man. That inspires me, that motivates me to you know to do to do this. You know, this is something I really, really love to do, you know. Right. I agree. Uh, Alex, you know. Alex inspires me every single day. If I'm having, if I'm down, I give him a call and he picks me right back up. And and I think that's he really does bring that to our yeah to our team. Um, he was a great he was a great addition. That's for sure. Yeah, I I, he was a great addition. That's awesome, man. So it's and, and another thing. His, his video his video work style is completely different than mine too. So if you mm -hmm. watch him, you can kind of tell who did what. You know, oh, so it's kind of yeah. nice bringing like a different aspect of things and different like viewpoint of like uh, fishing. I know he's more into the slow mo stuff. I'm more into like the rapid fire kind of stuff. Mm. You know, so it kind of it kind of gives us like a a good spectrum of uh, kind of what we do on as our. I don't even want to call it a hobby. I mean, it is a passion. I yeah. I, I can speak for all of us on that. So, for sure, man. No, so let, guys, let's let's get out into the ocean, man. I, where where have you guys gone, man? Like, where 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 have uh, what are some places you've gone to fish and, and to to um, experience this? Um, I mean, Paul, go for it, man. You want to touch on Panama or? Well, just kind of sh maybe like shoot them all out. That's kind of a yeah. unique place. Rapid fire, yeah. rapid fire. So uh, <laughs> we got pretty lucky a couple years ago and got invited to uh, what was like a thirteen or fourteen. Well. I can't remember 13 14 man fishing tournament in Panama okay. at a resort called Los Buzos. And cool. um, I can't think of the actual town. It, you guys, Campotal. What was it? Wasn't it Campotal? Capital. 
So anyways, we flew into Panama City <laughs> and then we took about, what, a 10 hour drive into the jungle, basically. Uh, into I'm sorry, into the Amazonian or uh, the uh, Panamanian rainforest. 10 and hours? It was about 10 hour drive. You know, I would say it's more six. You'd have to ask because <laughs> uh, Junior had a little bit too much rum on that trip. Yeah, yeah. Let so, me let me get you to the resort. Let me get you to the resort because Paul, <laughs> Paul. Okay, so Panama's crazy. Just so you know, if you guys ever go to Panama, if you go to Panama City, um, daytime's great. Nighttime, that's a different story. That place is freaking crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just just be careful just be careful right so um so we stayed the night in panama city we ended up jumping on the bus the next morning and these there's really the laws are different it's crazy so we stopped at a convenience store it's blazing hot the bus driver's a hella cool dude and uh he's like stop get what you need drinks alcohol whatever paul thinks it's a good idea to get hard alcohol on a bus ride on a windy road um <laughs> so it's funny i'm sitting there in the bus and the bus driver cracks open some some booze and is drinking it driving down a freeway i'm just like i'm not used to this uh but meanwhile paul's sipping on on this whatever it was i just know it was it could take paint off the wall um, <laughs> and ultimately nice. that's when he loses consciousness uh but basically it's a six-hour drive going to the panamanian rainforest to a place called los buzos it's a super isolated area specific to kayak fishing it's an area that's really? kind of a protect. Yes, it's it's a protected area, like meaning when I mean protected, like when it comes down to surf and and all of that, because it's like a natural reef that there that kind of blocks the surf. Now we'll get into it a little further. Um, mm -hmm. It didn't block it that well when we were there because it was probably the worst weather known to man when we got there. Um, but it's one of the most premier places. I I mean we we didn't have a good time like when it came down to like actually catching a large majority of fish but the experience was awesome. And that place is probably one of the top, top places to fish. So I do want to give a shout out to Los Buzos. No, we're not sponsored by them. No, I have no affiliation with them, <laughs> but it is, it is that awesome of a place. Um, yeah. You have to experience, experience that. So by this time, Paul's getting sober and I'll pass it back to Paul. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I come to, <laughs> And we're in uh, we're at Los Buzos Resort, and uh, basically it's a it's it's a fishing tournament that um, with with you know uh, with some of the top anglers, kayak fishing anglers in the nation, and basically everybody comes together at this resort to catch massive species of fish, um, including roosterfish, marlin, um, several species of snapper, um, you name it. Uh, uh, so, so, um, that's, you know, it's, it's, you know, head over to our YouTube channel at above the hook, check out the Panama video and you'll understand what we're talking about, but it's extreme kayak fishing to the fullest. I mean, we're talking the worst conditions possible. The last day we had to get, uh, picked up by a panga, um, because the, the, uh, the What's a panga? A panga. A panga is um, a boat. It's a it's a small boat that they use in Mexico, Panama. You know, okay. more. Um, mm. it, it's a fishing boat, basically, and um, so they had to rescue it's a very, water. It's, oh, wow. it's a it's a very simplified fishing boat. It's literally made out of wood, and it looks like your old fashioned kind of rowboats, but they're like thirty feet long. They got an outboard on them. And um, 
yeah. So he, they had to go out and, and, uh, and rescue the kayakers because the, uh, out there, what they call the S curve, it's an S curve. So it's like a natural reef that kind of shaped like an S that blocks the swell. And, uh, it was basically the swell was blowing straight through the S curve, which is a sharp, like, in, like rock infested area you got to go through. So they threw everyone in the pongas and basically kind of motored them through there. And, um, the look on Paul's face kind of says it all in well, the video. Well, to so. give you an idea, the Ponga driver or the, the Ponga operator basically quit that day and said he was never going to do it again in his life. That's how bad the conditions were. Wow. And you guys were out there. and you, So they had a, I, I, obviously, I think, uh, you know, they rescued you, rescued, you, rescued you and all your equipment, right? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the kayaks yeah. weren't left behind or anything like that, right? Yeah, oh, definitely. When you say they rescued us, they just felt it was safer for oh. us to – uh be picked up and yeah and driven through the s curve um the safest way possible the weather yeah. the weather there was turning quickly and i gotta mention that the weather is not like that regularly mm. it it just so happened at the time that we arrived yeah we got epic uh and i, and I don't mean epic as in good uh weather <laughs> conditions from elect electrical storms to winds just starting up at a at a moment's notice out of nowhere in in the swells the, the i wouldn't call them swells it out out in the open these waves just turn into monsters and uh -huh. uh, they just turned on at, at, at a moment's notice no so, there was points there was Sorry, points alex. where alex was probably about 20 foot above me on a wave jeez and i was below him i was just looking up going oh god oh god oh god oh god right. and i love him now, were you guys yeah. were you guys getting nervous at any point in time there? I mean, were you guys thinking like? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I was. I, I, lie. I think it started with uh, getting nervous, especially for me. I think because my my uh, kayak ended up taking water, so yeah. I needed to um, uh, wow. scoop it out. And after I got through that and kind of kind of figured that part out, it 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 turned into uh, adrenaline. And then ultimately for me, what happens is when I get into a, a situation like that, it, the adrenaline goes in and I, I, I turn into excitement and, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that weather, but, but I was nervous to begin with. Yeah. So yeah. That was for like, me, I mean, I, I got to experience that 20 foot wave personally that uh, Paul was talking about. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was so happened. I was in one particular spot where the actual, I mean, there's 20 foot waves that roll by you, which will just lift you and roll you over. And then there's 20 foot surf, which breaks on you. Mm. And um, I had to crank real hard on my kayak to pedal up this 20 foot surf to hit the top of the break out in open water. And um, I got to experience that firsthand. And in fact, I will say that short little clip is in that promo video for this live speed, live, oh. like a uh, live feed. You can see it when I get hit by it. Um, it was a very interesting experience because I never got to experience such a large wave out in open water there's a difference mm. between open water and surf break open water i've never i was never expecting it oh gotcha oh. okay so yeah. you were out there you're out there just so, to add on to that real quick uh that about the same wave that he took on right right before that again i was taking in water and i saw him down down the water a bit and he and we were turning a uh what was that breaker called does any of you guys remember that's uh, uh baka Vodka. So we were turning vodka, and, and we, we we knew to turn it as wide as possible. So that's where Ryan was at, as far out away from vodka as possible. 
And I didn't have that luxury. I had to make a decision because I was taking on water. So I actually said, you know what, I'm going to cut through here. And I, I, I took the surf of my life on a kayak and I'll never forget that. That wave was huge. And I ended up surfing it down and I luckily I made it, but that, that was probably some, somewhere, somewhere around the same way that you took on head on. I surfed that and it, it was, it was great. Uh, <laughs> I, I warmed it up for you. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Yeah. You guys are, I'm, I'm like at the edge of my seat right now, man. And you know, listening to that, I can just, I'm trying, I'm picturing myself in, in that, trying to picture myself and what would I do in that situation, man? Like, uh, so you guys went to Panama. Have you, have you, I'm assuming that you've been up and down the, the California coast. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. Panama is definitely the furthest we've been. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to fish south because of all the pelagic species of fish that you can catch down there. You know, they're a lot more fun here on the central coast. Mm-hmm. We basically fish for rockfish, um, which, which is basically what you purchase from the supermarket. If you're going to do a fish fry or something like that. But um, gotcha. when you go down south, um, where we frequent mostly is La Jolla, uh, California, right in Orange County, California. I believe La Jolla. No, it's San Diego. San I'm Diego. Sorry. San Diego, California. For sure. Um, the water tends to be a little warmer. Um, here on the Central Coast, our water temperatures range from about 52 degrees to 56 degrees. Okay. We don't, we don't get that warm water, top that top water species of fish like, mm. like yellowtail and tuna. I see. Um, and stuff like that. So we head down south. That's the reason why we go down south so much is because we can catch that bigger, larger species of fish. That's a lot more fun to catch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but then on the other side – I'm not such a lake fisherman, but these guys do frequent lakes up north. Okay. Um, I was about to ask, you do, do lakes? Maybe I'll let Ryan or Alex kind of talk mm, more yeah, about that. So, so definitely on top of what Paul's saying, I I fish down in like Cabo San Lucas also oh, yeah, quite a right. bit. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh-huh. so I like it down there. Um, so we always go with this particular charter. I can never get a kayak down there, and you can't rent kayaks, so – I, I do the boat fishing. That's really the only time I do boat fishing. Other than that, I'm on a kayak. But um, regarding like the lakes and stuff like that, yeah, I mean, I think Alex and I, probably more me, um, are, it's more inclined to do lake fishing. And it's, I, there's a lot of people that like lake fishing. I don't. Um, I'll go if the weather's bad because it's fishing and it gets me outside. It gets me out there. Mm. Um, but the best way I can describe why I specifically don't like lake fishing, because when I first started kayak fishing, um, I, I lake fished all the time, but then I went ocean fishing and got a bigger fish and then a bigger one. So I kind of describe it on, in a way like, uh, drug addicts, you start <laughs> off with a little bit and then you <laughs> tend to kind of like build the tolerance to it and you want more, more, more. You start so feeding. kind of. Yeah. So now I'm just like, and I I think that's where Alex is at. It's like, I want to find like that yellowtail instead of a rock cod. But if I can't get that, I'm going to go to the ocean for a rock cod. If I can't get that, I'm going to go to these lakes to get these massive trout, the biggest trout I can find. And if not that, I'll go to the smaller fish just to get my fix, you know? So, but but yeah, I recently fished like Kings river down here um, with uh, total baits, Ron Redding from total baits, got him out. As another example, I took him out on that video that I posted on YouTube. I, I clearly state that, uh, oh, Ron likes kayak fishing. I think he's going to buy one. Um, two days later, he bought one. So <laughs> he never done it before. 
So just, again, there's another example, Andy. Just be ready, man. Yeah, man. Exactly. exactly. And so it sounds like you guys have a shared love, passion for, you know, photography, videography, slash fishing. And I think, Ryan, you and I kind of touched on this a couple of days ago where I think if you had to choose one, fishing would be probably your first love, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. If, yeah, if I mean, you had to sure. choose. Yeah. Um, and what about what about you, Paul and, uh, and Alex? If you guys had to had to kind of you know make a choice, okay, one or the other, which one would it be, photography or or would it be fishing? Go for ahead, you Paul. guys. What's up? Go ahead, Paul. For me, to be honest with you, it'd probably be fishing. I'm an I'm an adventurer, a thrill seeker. Mm. You know, um, I. It, it's funny because when anybody asks, I always tell everybody, I'm not a fisherman, to be honest with you. I like to fish, but to be honest with you, I'm there for the adventure, okay, the thrill, and to hang out with my homies. You know, awesome. I think that's the best part of it. Uh, fishing just comes with it all. I got and you. If, I, if I catch a fish, it's exciting, you know, but I like to be on the water with my boys. And uh, we, mm. you know, I think one thing about Above the Hook, and I think we can all agree on this is, our purpose is to really just meet new interesting people and uh, get on the water with them, learn more about them, maybe learn from them and um, uh, enjoying the, the adventure of it all. Um, that's, that's where I stand. And live life, huh? Like, just like Alex said, man, live right. life, enjoy life, do, do what you enjoy, what you're doing, enjoy Absolutely. what you love to do. For me, photography, it kind of came second. I'm not, I'm not, I like to film and stuff like that, but you know, these two guys are masters. Mm. Basically they can be Dr. Dre and I'll be Eminem. If you want to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad combo, that. man. <laughs> I'll take that. It's not a bad combo. You know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are talking with above the hook productions live here on profile pod TV. Um, guys. So I, in one of your videos, um, and it's in, I think your promote your promotional video. I think it is where you guys are. On, there's an above the, sh um, you know, you're up above. I think it's a drone shot, and you, there's a big ass whale right next to when you. Uh, tell us, tell us about that, man. Who was that on the kayak um, next to a big ass whale, man? Right. So Paul, that's gnarly, man. Paul was the closest one. He was in that uh, the the brown colored kayak. I was in the red kayak. Okay. Um, it's 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 actually probably one of my highlights of my kayak fishing career, and, and I do truly mean that. Strictly for the odds, I want to describe the size of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's seventy-five percent of the world. Yeah, uh, it's huge. It's kind of big. Huh? So so imagine the odds of us being right there. So whales can dive for. This is not uncommon. Just so you know, we see whales oh. all the time. No shit. Okay. What what is uncommon is getting enough time to set up a drone and launch it which takes about 10 minutes and get it up in the air before that whale's gone which it uh -huh. usually is uh -huh. in this particular case why it's the one of my most favorite moments is because um that particular day there was no whale in sight i had my drone on and on board i wanted to let it go it was malfunctioning there was issues i finally just said screw it let it go <laughs> It went up, and right when it went up, that whale popped up. Gosh, like man, that's what are the what are the odds? Well, right? you didn't even know you were filming. You're like, I don't even no, know. I, if I, I don't even know if I I pressed record. 
that's true. I might have been too stoked, but I, I knew I saw it in the in the actual frame on my kayak when I was holding it. So I saw it breach up and take a breath, and then it went under close enough where I was I knew it wasn't going to go deep. So I immediately just took that drone straight up and pointed that camera straight down for the best possible shot. And ultimately, oh, we 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 got that shot. And um, and everyone always says, "Oh my God, aren't you scared? That's a huge animal." <laughs> what whales are big balls of fat moving slow through the ocean. I'm not worried about whales too much. Uh, you can get out of the way typically. Um, they usually know where you're at. They usually go around you. But um, to be able to get that shot, and uh, if you guys are watching, it's on. it'll pop up on my screen behind me at some point. Yeah, I saw but, it. Um, right. To get that shot was honestly, I think, a once-in-a-lifetime oh, yeah. shot, in all honesty. Unbelievable, yeah. man. Yeah, that, that is phenomenal. Phenomenal shot, man. Um, I kind of want to get into your, your equipment, guys. Uh, let's talk about the, the, what exactly what you guys – uh take out there when you're out there uh obviously you have your kayak you have your 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 gopros your cameras your uh drones uh let's get into that man specifically what what how much stuff do you take how much does it weigh you know um alex you want to take that one kitchen sink lots of expensive yeah. equipment shouldn't be around salt water but uh, <laughs> Uh, we should own stock with GoPro. Let's say that you, we should have. Can you stock. talk about what we've lost or what we currently have? <laughs> I, I think uh, Ryan has the record for most uh, GoPros lost. Uh, <laughs> I think I have yeah. the, uh, the record for most expensive camera lost. Lost, yes. <laughs> uh, I typically will will take uh, two to three uh, GoPros. Um, I will take a. Uh, uh, right now, I'll take an EOS R camera with a couple lens lenses and a uh, couple extra batteries. Um, every once in a while, depending on the on the conditions of the water, I'll I'll take the Phantom Pro um, uh, drone. And uh, other than that, most most of everything is just your your fishing equipment that I'll take. You guys wear life right. preservers, obviously, right? I think. Yes, always. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's this... actually a mod. No. Yeah. For... Uh, she goes without saying. So let's talk the, the kayak itself, man. It, it, I know it's made by Hobie, right? Yeah, how, Hobie kayaks. How long is the kayak? What's the weight capacity on that kayak? So it just depends on what year you're talking about. The newer ones are higher mm -hmm. weight capacity, 425 pounds. It'll hold, and we, God, I don't okay, know, I'm we safe. max those okay. things out. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they, they're pretty good. Uh, they're designed specifically for fishing. So I will do a shout out for Hobie though, for sure, because you know, again, not affiliated, but they are the if you're if you're into cars, they are like the Ferraris, the Bugattis, the you know Lamborghinis, Lamborghinis of kayaks. Gotcha. Uh, you pay for it uh, according to you know what I mean. Imagine what a kayak costs. I mean, you go to Walmart and see a Sun Dolphin for like two hundred bucks or whatever, but these things range. I mean, they're up to, I think almost like $7,000 wow. stock, you know? So, um, but yeah, the weight capacity is great on them. They're specifically built for kayaking for like how you mount gear. Um, and like some of the main things that I want to kind of point out, like I feel is important. You mentioned like the, they call it a, a, a personal flotation device, a PFD. It's mm -hmm. life jacket. We always wear those. I don't care if it's a lake. I don't care if it's a river. 
we For wear sure. them. We're ambassadors to the sport. We have to kind of put out their safety. Safety is important. Uh, one of the other things that we never kind of leave out with on the ocean is like um, DHF radios. Okay. So this is actually a coast coast guard radio. So if we have issues like Alex and, uh, you know, not Panama, cause there's no coast guard out there, but <laughs> if he was taken on water out here, we can go to the channel, call the coast guard and call oh, for help. Sweet. So we don't leave that. We don't hit the ocean without that. And the next thing that I want to point out is, which I can't turn it on, but it's the, um, we, we run computer systems on our kayaks. A lot of people are shocked, but they're basically fish finders. And um, these are these have built-in GPS. So I find this super important for unknown places we've been so we can find our way back. And two, um, on the Central Coast, the fog is horrendous. You will get turned around. You have no clue which way you're going, oh. and you're literally following a line back home. Jeez. So, so this here is also important. Critical. And along, along with the um, bilge pump, Alex can speak to that. He had to use a bilge pump and to keep from sinking. Um, when it comes down to camera wow. equipment for me, um, what I wanted to kind of show you, I grabbed it, is this is probably my go-to camera right, right here. And this is a, a DJI Osmos Pocket, super small. And the reason why I like it, it's gimbal. So if you're familiar with how drones work, yes. so the camera is on a swivel, so it, it takes out all the vibration. But the reason why I like this is that I'm going to turn it on now. This is how quick I'm ready to go to mm. film. And now and now I can film. Very so cool. when that when that whale pops up and leaves, I know I can pull this out of my pocket and have it turned on like in 10 seconds and I'm recording. So that's just another another thing. Not waterproof, by the way. So if I lose it, it's gone. It's not waterproof? No, no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. <laughs> And DJI, I think they make drones, right, also? Yeah, yeah, DJI makes drones. And kind of going back to the Hobie, because a lot of people talk about them, I brought my drive-in. I don't know if we can see it, because I'm pretty pretty close here. But um, a lot of people ask about like how the propulsion system works, and I don't know if you can see it, but this is yes. it. it. It's kind of like a flipper system. Gotcha, kind of yeah. see how it, it moves through the water. Mm -hmm. And Hobie, Hobie I, I don't know if they came up with this, but if they did, they're brilliant because they actually mimic how uh, penguins swim. Oh, okay. So it, Very it's, cool. it's a pretty unique design and um, we can cruise like four, four miles an hour on our kayak easily. That's awesome, man. I've, got, I've gotten it up to six miles per hour on, on, on that drive system, so. I've gotten it at 6.1 miles per hour. Whatever. <laughs> hey, you guys are competitive, man. I think we are. Bit. Yeah, yeah, that, that's awesome, man. That that's so. Uh, Ryan, you mentioned the there's no affiliation with Hobie. I was about to ask, you know, is, is are you guys uh, any type of collaboration with Hobie or any of the company, any of the companies that make your stuff and your, your equipment? You guys ambassadors? Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, I mean, we got we got people that we work with uh, for sure. Um, some of the people like Anetic Clothing, uh, Astro okay. Footwear um uh crafted fishing rods is another one pro kayak fishing is another one it's an online website uh hobie that's a huge company that's international i mean it's, yeah. it's a huge company now we know a lot of people that work for hobie we we fished with them we talk with them all the time we're very we're very good i'm still waiting for my black and red camo uh uh, I'm waiting for it. I keep asking them. I'm waiting for it. I want a black and red camo kayak. So hopefully one of these days they'll they'll hear me out. But uh, 
but yeah, no affiliation with Hobie, but we swear by them hands down. I wouldn't buy anything else. Um, I, I find that they're built for safety. We're going out, you know, up to five miles out in the ocean on a piece of plastic. I don't uh -huh. want to sink. I want to make sure I can get back, you know, and I have the utmost uh, faith and respect for the, for that kayak. And uh, it's always gotten me home. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Those kayaks are sharp, man. They look, they look sharp. Man. I'm sold. I'm buying them. <laughs> uh, um, so you know you mentioned um you know you guys go out to lakes you guys go out to uh ocean um what what is is there like uh is a, a kind of a a recruiting process for you guys you right now you're three three guys um are you guys always you know, is it a thing where it's just going to be, are you guys looking to expand above the hook productions, bring in more members bring, or that type of thing? How does that, how does that play out for you guys? Paul? <laughs> wow. Well, um, you know, I think, I think we the options open, but at the same time, we've all known each other for so long now. We know how each other operates. Yeah. Um, uh above the hook is one of those things to where we we truly do this to just share our adventures with our family and friends and and we like to showcase you know other kayak fishermen you'll see in our channel um other guys that we fish with other members of our teams like we're all on a team called pro kayak fishing and um we fish with those guys a lot and it, it's a what would it be called a, a pro team and um, so we'll we'll showcase those guys in some of the videos. But you know, being part of this crew is it's a lot of responsibility. It's it's a lot of work, and it'd be hard to ask somebody else to contribute. Um, but I, I guess I don't know if the right person came along that wanted to help contribute, and they you know wanted to commit to doing crazy forty eight hour trips with no sleep i think <laughs> yeah you know the possibilities yeah, are, yeah. possibilities are endless maybe a female <laughs> that would want to sport you know i don't i don't know um we're just we're just bros you know i mean we're best friends we're not we're not just business partners we're best friends and mm. and it, it it goes beyond kayak fishing for us three um yeah. uh a couple years ago, my wife was diagnosed with cancer and um, interductal carcinoma. She had breast cancer, and without without these two guys, I, you know, um, I, I might not be here today. Mm. You know, so it, it goes way beyond kayak fishing and a partnership and all that gotcha. stuff. I mean, we we truly are best friends, and yeah. And we talk a lot more, you know, we talk more about other things other than fishing and what have you. So, you know, I mean, we're very close. So it would take a very special person to yeah. crew. To uh, fit in with the say, puzzle, what, right? Yeah, what I'll say to that, just for just uh, Alex was never supposed to be in a part of this. <laughs> but Alex, exactly how Paul described, I mean, he, he had the dedication, he had the passion, he, he clicked with us. And uh, here he is, you know, so uh, yeah. I, I, I don't plan on ever expanding, but I thought that prior to Alex, too. So you, you never you never know. 
So, right. um, yeah, sure. Yeah, and it looks like uh, each one of you plays a, a role of some sort, uh, or or maybe not. Maybe you guys share roles, but each one of you brings something special, something different to the table, right? Uh, like, you know, but I think all, at the end of the day, all of you have that skill set of, of videography, photography, you know, fishing. Um, but uh, I don't know. Do, do you guys uh, split up, divvy up roles or a certain way or anything like that? I think they actually um, change a, a bit. And I think it has a lot to do with what Paul just said right now is there's a friendship first and there's a bond that has been created created out of this. And, uh, you know, we're, we have families, we have jobs. So mm-hmm. our situations at home change regular, regularly. And um, as they do, we take on different types of responsibility. And, and pretty much what we do is just back each other up. If someone's too busy at, at some point because of what's going on with their personal life, somebody else will step up it, and that's how we've been been doing it and because we base it off of a friendship and a bond gotcha yeah, and more i think more more so than like having like different roles as part of the team i think we all kind of contribute the same way i think it's more geared towards our personalities um paul is uh insane <laughs> uh i'm more of kind of like the mellow guy and and, and, and alex is even more low-key so it, it yeah. kind of goes back to Alex and I's style of video making. It, it's a broad spectrum of, of, of stuff. So I think it makes it more interesting, a, a different viewpoint. And I think with the three different personalities that we have, it kind of just kind of divvies out that. And, and I think it's more geared towards our personalities. We're all mm-hmm. capable of video editing and filming, and we're all capable of kayak fishing. So um, I think it's more uh, of, of that. I see. I see. And by the way, I see your... Um... Your logo, your excuse me, your logo and your hat. You're, you're wearing your merch there. Are you guys um, selling merch at this point in time, or, or is it is this exclusive? Uh, you guys are no. not. Are you not there yet, or, or is that in the plans we, at all? No, that's I, something I, I know. I'm for sure not interested. I think Paul would be more interested in that. Um, everything that we purchased and, and, and set up, like these hats, shirts. Uh, stickers, whatever it may be, kayak fishermen are way into stickers. I, I, I still try to figure that out, but uh, they are. Uh, but we we give all those away. So any new guy that I meet, um, like when we go fishing, if I have hats in my car, I give them hats. You know, okay. I think it's just getting people. Again, it comes back down to getting people like stoked on the fact of going out and trying something different and doing this sport that we love. And just giving them something as simple as that, um, it can spark it and get them going. I'll send stuff out like different merch to like um, like people down wherever. I'll mail it out. I'll send it to their kid if their kid has like a nice catch that they caught off the shore. I'll send them tackle. You know, just anything to like you know just kind of promote the sport. It's not. Oh, we do a lot I, of giveaways. I, What's that, yeah. Paul? We do a lot of giveaways on Instagram. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta I look for that. I don't. Yeah, I gotta ca- I, cut I, me one of those hats, man. I gotta get me one of those. I, we'll we'll get you one, dude. No problem. We'll get yeah. you one. But I, I do it to promote the the sport and the passion of this, and get people out there, get people um, uh, trying the sport. That that's kind of the way I look at it. And uh, you know, it does put a smile on their face at the end of the day. And I think that's kind of what it's all about: meeting new people. Like Paul said, that's the primary reason why I started it is to motivate me to get out and try new things and meet new people absolutely man no that's great man i think uh like i said man what you guys do is truly unique man very very uh 
special. I, I, I saw the bond right away the other day when we uh, had that little pre-production meeting. Uh, you know, I can tell you guys have really solid chemistry together. You guys are super close, man. Very professional, classy individuals, man. Uh, uh, fishing, man. I, I'm not too familiar with fishing, but I can tell you that uh, you guys are great, great uh, representations of fishing. Uh, you guys make me want to go out and, you know, explore and uh, get, you know, in, in uh, explore fishing, man. And like I said, I've, I've fished probably literally, I don't know, twice in my life, man. And But seeing you guys, man, you guys inspire me to go, okay, man, maybe I'm missing out on something. I'm, I think I'm obviously <laughs> I'm missing out on a lot of stuff, but, um, but yeah, man, you know, you guys are, you guys are truly unique, man. And I appreciate that. Uh, um, so what, what about uh, your, do you guys consider yourselves like, um, I don't know, do people like call you, hey, you guys are uh, thrill seekers or, or daredevils or, or anything like that, man, risk takers, uh, extreme sport, you know, I don't know, do you guys, would you categorize yourselves in, in any one of those? All the above. All the above. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a, a little bit of everything in, in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that there isn't just because, you know, it does take a little bit of guts to get out there and do that. I, we, we get that a lot, I think, is is you go out there in the ocean with sharks on that plastic kayak. In a plastic boat. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no doubt, man. And, and then going back to the part where, you know, it starts with being nervous uh, and then it, excitement at the end. Uh, I think that is a little bit of that thrill seeker in there. Um, adventure seeker. For sure. Think, we all have that in us. A little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I could, I could, go ahead. Go ahead. I can agree to I can, Yeah. I can agree to that too. I mean, um, I know, I, again, like I mentioned, I have like a super long drive and I'm by myself and it's dead at night. So I have a lot of time to think about all the bad things that can happen. <laughs> so by the time I get there, I'm so like worked up. I'm just like, oh my goodness. So I basically uh, go hit the head real quick and then I launch, you know, <laughs> and uh, the second, the second my feet hit the ocean, honestly, I forget about all of that. Mm. My focus is getting out there, like paying attention to the weather you know, my focus is completely off. I could have been just like freaking out, you know, running through my head, just, uh, but it all goes away the second I hit the, hit the water. So, um, I, I don't consider myself, uh, to be like a daredevil. I think overall it's safe. I never like I've ever felt fear for my life. Okay. You know, the worst case scenario, the, what I do fear the most is losing like thousands of dollars worth of gear in the ocean. <laughs> Because when you roll, it's gone, you know, so um, yeah, you, yeah. you don't want to do that. So it's more of the fear of losing gear financially than it is my life because I wear my life jacket. I'm going to float. I know how to get back on my kayak if it flips, you know, so um, it, uh -huh. it's I, I wouldn't consider it to be a daredevil thing. But like I think Paul said, every time I come back onto the beach, a crowd of people are like Poof, and they're like surrounding us. What'd you catch? Why do you do that? That seems scary. There's sharks. Are there sharks yeah. in there? And I say, is the water salty? Yes, there's sharks in there. They're everywhere. You know, I mean, wow, but man. they typically don't, they don't, they're not there to bug you, you know. It's always mistaken identity if there is an issue. For sure. A lot of them are interested and want to try it is really why they're asking all the questions. Oh, I bet, yeah. man. Yeah. I bet that you're sparking a lot of curiosity to onlookers, you know. Uh, I know I would be, man, if you saw you guys coming off 
off the beach, you know, and in into the beach, and and you guys hauling your kayak, right? I, I see yeah. you guys. Yeah. And you're coming back in ashore. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I bet you, I bet you people are just mesmerized with that stuff, man. And, yeah, I think there's a question here uh, from from Ray Laura. Ray Loera, yes. Penelope yeah. Ray's boutique. What what is uh she was asking? Let's see where she have you. Oh, let's let's go ahead and show that on the. Have, oh, any, check that any, out. Yeah, thank you for joining the show, Ray. Uh, and we we'll get to Jose. Jose's here too, by the way, guys. Ryan, uh, have any What's of you up, guys? Jose? Been, yeah. <laughs> have any of you guys been attacked or had your kayak bumped by a shark? No, but you uh, know we'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. And, and if, I, if we saw a fin, we'd probably go into for a further investigation. <laughs> I've had. I can say I've had sharks <laughs> pass by. I, I've had sharks pass by me. Um, I've seen them. I've caught them. Um, Alex will probably go into his story on that one. I've, I've witnessed uh, a shark attack uh, on one of my buddies. We were out at a fishing tournament. Um, we usually keep our fish in the back of our kayak, not in the water. Um, and just so you know, where we fish is dead center of what's called the Red Triangle. Red Triangle is like a, a place where all the big white sharks go. Oh. Um, and we launched like dead center down the middle of it. So look it up, Red Triangle. You'll see okay. the points, and right where the middle is is where we're at. Um, oh, but we we were out at a tournament. He dropped his fish in literally for like thirty seconds to just like so they're not out in the sun all the time. And a shark grabbed that thing. And um, funny story, he was having issues with his equipment, so I heard him cussing and swearing about that. Didn't think nothing of it. Next thing you know, I hear cussing and swearing, and and I look back, think it was equipment, but his kayak was literally like spinning in circles, and then got drug underwater. And it was oh. the shark holding onto this and pulling the kayak down and it finally ripped it off. Holy and then that shark shit. followed us. That shark followed us two miles back. We can look back and see the fin just <laughs> kind of following. Um, and then of course, oh. our, our, one of our other buddies back in 2014 was attacked. I think it's actually a record on California, 21 foot white, 21 foot great white shark, um, what they call Polaris attack, um, hit him straight up underneath his kayak and ejected him, but he's fine. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> so, so oh, no, I've never personally been attacked. I've seen them, I've witnessed it, but I've never personally been been involved. So, unbelievable, man! Unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's uh, but hey, man, that's the risk you take. I think you know, it's the risk you take. I guess, right? Um, well, we don't even, a lightning we don't even, we don't even a, think about it. Yeah, we don't think about it, right? Yeah. Oh, it's not. It's not something that even crosses your mind until you see a thin. <laughs> What's it? Yeah, right. <laughs> I've had the, <laughs> or, or when you get to or, or when you get to the beach when you get to the beach and when you get to the beach, Paul, and see one of these signs right here that's on my screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. You know, they'll post signs like shark sighting. Be aware. We're and we're getting to ready to launch, and we're like, all right, let's go. It's a lightning strike. I mean, you it's you're more likely to get hit by a lightning strike. Well, no, I think we can, all, we can all agree that you know we see a shark. Well, it's 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 good for film, <laughs> right? Well, I think I, you're, you're more likely to get uh, get your your fish pulled off by a sea lion, which yeah. is what happened to me, not knowing that it was a sea lion. But you can imagine uh, yeah. getting a sea lion to rip the the fish off the back of your kayak and making all that noise. You you you're right away. You're thinking, what the heck is that? Mm. But that was one of my biggest scare right there. Wow, man. I, I guess think, you can... I, go ahead, Paul. No, no. 
No, I was just saying, I think my biggest scare was actually a sunfish or what's called a mula mula. Uh, Ryan and I, if you check out our YouTube channel above the hook <laughs> on uh, YouTube, uh, we encountered a, a sunfish and basically they, they stick their fin, their top fin out of the water and uh -huh. it very much looks like a, like a white shark fin. And well, you know, when we see things like that, we want to investigate, we want to, we want to see what it is, you know, sure. and so we get a little closer and, you know, thank God it was, a. Uh, a mula mula and not a great white shark but um <laughs> yeah that was definitely, that was definitely amazing i bet man no no i i was gonna say uh i what i can liken it to maybe you know you go on a hike you know just an everyday hike you know in the hills somewhere uh and then you you see signs you know rattlesnakes are you know present etc cetera, etc cetera. uh you, i mean you know they're there but you're not really gonna stop going on the hike no. you know uh the likelihood of you seeing a rattlesnake is, is low. I, I think maybe that's kind of, I'm just trying to put a little perspective on, on my end for what you guys do, but with the sharks, you know, no, uh, you're, you're really describing it. That's exactly what it is. I mean, uh, the only difference is, is that we're in their food chain versus a rattlesnake. Uh, you mm. can't, I, I haven't been able to run on water yet, but maybe uh, Alex, the uh, male <laughs> model can, but maybe, um, yeah. you're, you're in, you're in their world. So, I mean, you're kind of not at the top of the food chain, but other than that, I mean, you're, you're hitting it right on the head. I mean, we deal with, you know, driving in our vehicle every day and it's really no yeah. different. I mean, you can get in a car accident. You just gotta be wise, be safe, have that radio, have your life jacket, never fish alone in the ocean or even lakes. But my rule is I never fish alone. If it's a perfect day and no one can go, I don't go. That's just yeah. it. Yeah. Well, no, I safety's was of utmost, uh, you know, priority, right? Safety and absolutely. And, we're we're on the buddy system. We don't got we, to. we never go out by ourselves. No doubt. And no that's doubt. that's the cool thing about you know being the about having the three of us is that if I can't go, well then you know those two will go. If Ryan can't go, then we'll head out with Alex or or what have you. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the good thing about having three of us. That's awesome, man. That's all, awesome. guys. Let's go to uh, Jose. Jose said that. Uh, Ryan, you're a psychic. You you aren't scared of shit. <laughs> is, is that true? <laughs> I deal. I deal with some Maybe crazy he's scared people. of shit. <laughs> That's true. Gas gassing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jose Perez, thank Thanks, you for Jose. joining us uh, here Love on the buddy. Profile Pod TV. And it was actually Jose who kind of linked us here, um, linked us together. So he plays a very uh, pivotal role here. Jose, yeah. thank you. Might I, might I add, he linked us together at, when I was sleeping at 1130 at night, by the way. He texts me, and I'm just like, what the hell? Oh, <laughs> so, of course, man. right away, I'm texting him back. Yeah, man. No, no. Hey, guys, so what's what's next for um, Above the Hook, man? What, what's the maybe, I don't know, a year to three-year you know, timeline down? You know, what, what's, what's, uh, what, what are some goals for you guys? Uh, any upcoming trips that you, you uh, hope to take? Yeah, we definitely have some trips planned. I mean, it's all kind of like, like, like we mentioned earlier, this COVID thing. I, uh, we watch that very closely because it, it means we go on trips or we don't. So uh, from my understanding, Tuesday, we're supposed to hear possibly like third phase will kick in, which will open up everything for us. Um, we have um, coming up here July 10th through, well, no, the 11th through the 14th, we'll be doing the uh, mothership trip out to San Clemente Island. 
which is a, a naval island, which is interesting because yep. they just blow the crap out of that thing up with bombs while you're yep. out there and, and all of that. But um, it's 70 miles offshore. They throw your kayaks in a boat. They take you out there. You stay the night out there two nights and you fish for some massive fish out there. So that's kind of planned. Um, we have another trip planned to like way far south. I won't get into that one too much. Um, you just have to wait and see. But we'll be going pretty far south, uh, Alex and I. And that's going to be sometime in July. Um, so uh, that that's coming up. As for plans and future, um, for me, it, it goes back to fishing and kayak fishing being like my meth. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm kind of continuing doing what I'm doing. Uh, try to balance home life and my passion and, um, and really just try to go out and try new things, catch bigger fish. You know, I want to really try to like accomplish one of these days here in the near future, like a marlin off of a kayak mm. or uh, potentially with the San Clemente Island trip, a bluefin tuna. And if anyone's ever watched Wicked Tuna, that's a bluefin tuna. Imagine it on a kayak. These are one of the fastest swimming fish, strongest fish. I guarantee if we land those, if we run into these guys, when we go like last year, we missed it by a week. If we hook into one, that, that skiff, we're going to be radioing and they're going to find us 12 to 20 miles out to sea further than where we started, because that's, what's going to happen. And I want that opportunity. So wow. um, I'm ultimately just trying to uh, cure my addiction, which is by giving more <laughs> mm, injecting mm. more as jose right right man and, and right and by the way if you do catch i mean when you guys do catch these large fish man i mean do you guys is there something you put them in like a net to kind of tow it or do you, do you put it onto the kayak um, for the larger fish you know how, how does that work honestly on a kayak i haven't caught a large enough fish to not keep on my kayak and in okay. all honesty, if I caught a, if I caught marlin or anything like that, I would probably release it anyways. Oh. Bluefin tuna is a different story. I would keep that, but I would have a, a skiff or one of those zodiac boats. Um, they would be following me, mm. and and I would just tell them to put it in their boat, and take it back to the boat, while I paddle back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Hey, shout out to Lydia Arguello. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. That's She's, my daughter. Uh, Oh, okay. That's your, your daughter. Yeah. Hello, Lydia. Shout yeah. out to Lydia. Thank you for watching. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Yo, hey, guys, man. This has been a very, very special treat for me, man. I, I've learned so much about what you guys do. Uh, this has been an adventure. Um, I want to thank you guys for joining us, man. You guys are welcome back anytime. Maybe we'll bring you down, you know, after the summer or, or whenever and, and see what you guys have been up to. Um, I, I'm curious to see what the future has in store for you guys for above the hook productions uh you know you guys have a strong social media presence on youtube and i know that's only going to continue to grow uh and I'm, I'm really it's been an honor and a pleasure having you guys here man because you know um i'm trying to get my thing going and you guys man you know has, have helped me here today coming on and thank you for being here man of course definitely yeah, yeah. for having us that's Thank what you. we're all about, man. We want to promote like good people, good companies. Um, and just in closing for me, uh, uh, like I mentioned earlier, anyone who watches the show uh, either live or afterwards, um, go go hit up our Instagram. It's Above the Hook Productions. Uh, go to our YouTube. Shoot us a message. If you're interested in doing this and you want to make it out this way, I got extra gear. We'll get you out on the water. We'll show you what's up. I, I welcome, we, we welcome everyone to the sport. 
Um, and and we, it'd be surprised how many people reach out to us and how many people we get turned onto this sport and get them out there. Wow. And uh, that ultimately goes down to their their own family. I see some of the people that we got into the sport take their kids out now. You know, so it's cool to see for us um, that sport, this sport grow. You know, when we started, it wasn't that big of a deal. But we're starting to see more companies come out with fishing specific kayaks. You know, so it's a big deal and, and we want to get people involved. So definitely don't don't hesitate to reach out. We will answer you. I promise you that. Oh, man, I bet. And, and by the way, do you guys do any East Coast trips? We, Not yet. We've had a lot of invites. We, de- <laughs> we have a lot of invites. Yeah. Like with this thing, we've met a lot of people all the way to uh, Melbourne, Australia, oh, wow. New Zealand. Um, a lot of people in Florida we know. Uh, uh, Europe. You know, uh, Ivy, Ivy. Ivy Harris, Europe, you know, Ivy Harris out in Florida welcomes us all the time out there. And I would definitely love to fish Florida one of these days. Who was that in Florida? Uh, His name's Ivy Harris. He's out there. um, And and, uh, we met him actually through Panama. And uh, he's always welcomed us out there. And and I definitely wouldn't mind getting out there and taking up on that offer for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Have you guys seen uh, Hammerhead Boys or something like that? Uh, I don't know if you guys Mm -hmm. seen them. Uh, Well, I might have actually. Yeah, I, I, Hammerhead Boys, I believe is their name, on Instagram. Um, and they do uh, you know, something similar where they're fishing out in, in deep sea and stuff like that. Anyways, I was just curious. Um, but yeah, guys, man, I, I, you know, I think we're seeing the tip of the iceberg here for you guys, for what, what, what you guys do. And, um, and you know, I appreciate your, you guys, um, again, man, being here. I, I wish you nothing but the best of luck, you and your families, and uh, in your, you know, your regular jobs and as well as obviously your adventure here with above the hook, man, above the hook productions. So send me your address, man. I'll send you a hat. Oh, okay. You serious? Absolutely. Okay. I send anyone a hat. <laughs> well, hold on. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Most people, I typically give them out, but I, I definitely will send people out hats for sure. And that's not a problem. Oh man. I appreciate that. Right. Okay. I'll do that. I'll do that, man. Well, like I said, guys, thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next time. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Above the Hook Productions, Paul Williams, Ryan Arguello, and Mr. Alex Casillas, the model. Uh, (laughs) I want to thank you guys again for being here. Thank you you for for tuning in. If you're you're watching this on the replay, thank you as well for tuning in. Uh, And those who are live here with us, you guys are the best, man. I appreciate all the viewers listeners uh well, you can, guys will be able to catch this as well on uh, spotify apple Podcasts as soon as we rip the audio and this will become a simulcast when that when we do that we do that with every episode so uh if you want to come on to profile pod tv and showcase yourself maybe you have a podcast maybe you um you have a a, a unique passion like these gentlemen have uh let's get you on here let's get you on here to promote Whatever that is, let's get you more exposure. Let's help each other out. I'm trying to grow my podcast. So again, if you're a musician, actor, you know, uh, maybe you you own a record label, maybe you uh, m- produce music, uh, whatever that case may be, let's get you on here. Hit me up on Instagram, profile pod TV, or shoot me an, e- uh, an email at uh, I'm sorry, the profile pod TV at gmail.com. So again, it's been a pleasure. Being here with you guys, um, we will be back next week on Profile Pod TV. Don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube channel, as well as uh, hit up um, 
above the hook on YouTube. I think that's what it's called, right, guys? Above the hook yeah. on your yeah, YouTube above the hook productions. Yeah. yeah, and you can see all their their adventures. You can see all their footage. It's mind blowing. You guys got to check it out. So check that out. Check them out on Instagram, and, and uh, you guys will not be disappointed. So uh, yeah. again, yeah, yeah, again, uh, and, and like us. Uh, give me a review on Insta on Apple Podcasts at Nineties Galore. It's under Nineties Galore. Uh, so uh, and don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well. So follow us on, on Instagram, like, follow, share, all that good stuff. Once again, thank you for being here and. We'll see you next week on Profile Pod TV. Until then, for Above the Hook Productions, I'm Andy Anatomical with Profile Pod TV. Thank you for being here. And always remember to take it easy. Thank you very much, Andy. Thanks, Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, buddy.